Welcome to Grace for the Nations Church. I'm Pastor Lachey, and on this Wednesday evening, I have some guests with me. We're going to be doing our weekly Bible study in a different format over these next few weeks. In fact, we're going to be interviewing, um, discussing, and just sharing some insights as it relates to the church, where the church is going now that we are making our way through this pandemic. We've got some adjustments to make. And so um, I've invited some of the staff or some of the uh, ministry leaders of Grace for the Nations Church to be here with me to talk about their areas of ministry. We're starting out with um, quite a few different discussions, but this discussion tonight is on Christian education. And I've got our pastors of Christian education with us tonight. That is uh, Pastor Elder Ray Cooper and uh, Pastor Marlene Cooper. Welcome. I'm glad you're all here. Before we get too far into this, I wanted to open up with a word of prayer, but if you're just tuning in, it would be a great opportunity for you to text somebody or to tag somebody or to just notify somebody and let them know that we are broadcasting so that they can get to know a little bit more about not just Grace for the Nation's Church, but how is the church transforming and pivoting um, during this time of COVID-19. It has changed the world forever. Would you agree? And so um, Christian education is our subject tonight. We're going to be talking about Christian education from a global perspective, but then also specifically from Grace for the Nations. Let's have a word of prayer before we get started. Father, we thank you for this evening, and we thank you for our time together in your word. We thank you for those who are viewing and watching and participating. We just thank you for the opportunity to continue in the midst of all that's going on around us. We count it a privilege to be able to bring this broadcast um, to those who will hear and be doers of your word. I pray for Um, productivity. Let these conversations be productive in helping us to be equipped and prepared for what's next for the body of Christ. In your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Just as I mentioned before that we are discussing um, the church, um, the inner workings of ministry and how it globally impacts the world. So we'll start with uh, Christian education. Pastor Cooper, you're responsible for Christian Ed, you and, and Sister Marlene, for Christian Ed here at Grace for the Nations Church. Um, but on a global perspective, give, give us the, the kind of impact of, of what Christian ed really means. What does it mean to be a teacher, a student um, in, in learning? Ephesians tells us this, and um, I believe it's the fourth chapter. Um, it, it declares that when Jesus um, ascended, he first descended into the lower parts of the earth, and then he uh, left gifts here in the earth. And the gifts are the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers for the work of ministry and for the perfecting of the saints and for the edifying of the body of Christ. So so we know that teachers play their part in the development of Christians, but but give us the global perspective, and both of you all can share from your own experiences what it really means to be uh, in that assignment, especially now. You know, one of the first things I think about when I think about education or Christian education is I go back to the ology. Yeah. I, I like to think of uh, when you I mean like theology. Theology. Or, okay. Uh, Christology and anthropology, those are the top three that I always think about because I think about God, the study of God, theology, the study of Christ, Christology, and man, and how they intertwine when it comes to education. When you go all the way back to the book of Genesis, when God and Adam was in the uh, garden, God gave Adam instruction. Mm -hmm. You know, he he was teaching them how to be a father. He was teaching them how to be a husband. He was teaching them how to... uh, to, to provide. He was teaching them how to be a nurturer. He was training him how to have a relationship. So when you go back to education, you always think about building relationships because that's what builds the family. So from, from that perspective, I always want to look at that. Then when you talk about Christology, when you think about the Great Commission, mm. see, we, it, you know, teaching is not something that we do haphazardly. It's something that's commanded. 
in the Great Commission when you say baptizing and teaching, making disciples. Right. You know, Jesus, he chose 12 men to, uh, from different walks of life to train to, so they could be apostles, so they could break the new ground, so they could train others. So, so it's always, when we think about education, it's always a vital part of who we are because it identifies us. And the only way we can be identified is through education. So the Christian experience then is not just going to church, church. or having worship experiences. It's, it's inclusive of those things. And what you're saying is the teaching of biblical doctrine, doctrine. theologies. Um, I like how you said that. We'll get more into that. I think that that's, that's probably important for um, some of our listeners or those who are watching to consider mm -hmm. that they're not just going to a Sunday school class no, no. or they're not just um, talking in a Bible study, that it's literally equipping us to carry out sure. the Great Commission. And it's impacting the world. So, Mr. Marlene, what is, what's your take on that, on the global impact of education as it relates to teaching in the body of Christ? Well, I think that um, Sunday school teaches us about the Bible. Mm -hmm. And it teaches us how to navigate the Bible. It teaches us um, the Word of God. So, globally, um, when you're uh, being taught in church and in Sunday school, you're being taught the Word of God. So it, it really fuels the church, in essence. Yeah. Sunday school, most people probably watching this grew up going to Sunday school or go to Sunday school even now. Um, some churches are doing Sunday school on Saturday nights in order right. to get get ahead, just one day ahead. Um, I guess that's what they call the uh, Seventh-day Advantage, right? <laughs> Where you get yeah. ahead one week. Right. That, that's just a church joke. Most people won't get that. But um, I think it's important for us to take serious the, cha the changes and the transitions um, because we're not able to assemble like we've done in the yeah. past. And even when we go back into our corporate worship, one, we're going to go back in phases. We're mm -hmm. going to go back step by step, and we're going to observe the social distancing necessary to keep the curve flat mm -hmm. and to avoid spreading of um, this pandemic. But but what does Sunday school or Christian education or weekly Bible study, what does that look like um, in the future? I mean, you, you can start with what it used to look like, but what do you, what do you think that looks like? You know, prior to the pandemic, it was we could meet face-to-face. -face. We could come in. Uh, we had our Sunday schools on um, 9 o'clock, the 9 o'clock hour on Sunday morning. We had our spiritual enrichment on uh, the 6.30 Wednesday nights. We had our Kingdom University. We had everything that we could come and do face-to-face. -face. But now everything is virtual. You know, we so we, we, we thank God for technology. Amen. You know, because <laughs> we, we started, uh, right now we started, we got Sunday school starting up this Sunday that's going to be virtual, that's going to be from Zoom. And we got... Uh, the adult Sunday schools are starting up on Saturday nights. So we, we've moved to a, to a technology. And like One of the things I think about when I think about technology is that we have to keep moving forward. Because mm -hmm. if we don't mature, we can get stuck. And sometimes we feel like we, can, we can't move forward because we don't know technology. Right. It, you know, it's not a right. part of my history. I, I, I don't want to do any of that. Or we blame know? it on a generation. You know, you know, we, we, them we, young we people. We refuse to change, you know. No, yeah. uh, well, I... I we got to find somebody to come to my house and teach me Sunday school. Uh, you know, we, we have to get past those things because yeah. we get stuck in that rut and, and, and we, don't, we don't move forward. And the whole goal of education is to keep moving forward. It's right. to, to get us to a maturity where we can all come together and edify the body. Would it be safe to say then that this pandemic has given us opportunities that we probably wouldn't have taken advantage of, mm -hmm. like offering Sunday mm -hmm. school or Christian education courses online? or interactive using Zoom mm -hmm. or 
Facebook Live or perhaps even YouTube, videotaping and then playing back later mm-hmm. um, the how-tos. I, I noticed that you did something with our uh, Christian education ministry. The entire ministry was on a uh, in-service call, mm-hmm. uh, a Zoom call, where, where you were practically breaking down just the how-tos to teach, mm-hmm. how to put together a curriculum, how, what to do, what not to do, the do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Share a little bit about that, how, how it could impact maybe even another church that's watching. The, the thing of it is, a, a lot of times, we would come to Sunday school thinking it's just something that since nobody else fills the void, we should be able to fill the void, or, or nobody else will do it, so I'll do it. But Sunday school, is, is, it's a gift to be a teacher. You know, what, the first thing I think about is that when, when you were talking about the five-fold ministry, the pastor holds two roles. Mm-hmm. He's a shepherd and he's the teacher mm-hmm. of those five-fold ministry pastors. So that whole head, when you start thinking about the church, that whole head is about teaching and shepherding people. Yeah. So when I think about those things, I'm, I'm like, you know, we, we got to be better with how we promote those things because – we can't just have people coming in that are not qualified to teach right. or not gifted to teach. So it's they, not an auxiliary, is <laughs> no, what you're trying to say. Auxiliary. It's not you a volunteer know. auxiliary. It's an actual essential part of advancing mm-hmm. the kingdom. It, and one of those things we talked about was that if it's not your gifting, then you're not going to be passionate enough about it. Because the first thing you have to do when you're a teacher is to become a student. Mm. You, you, you first got to be a student. Because if you're not studying, if you're not preparing, then it's not going to come over good with somebody that you're trying to. It's yeah. hard for you to teach something that you haven't already prepared yourself to be a student right. of. You know, so teachers no, are students, and students could become teachers. Teacher. <laughs> I like that exactly. Yeah. And so that that's one of the things. And then another thing, you got to understand that you have to be faithful. Mm-hmm. See, if you're going to walk up your kids, you can't be 15 minutes late. Right. If you're teaching, uh, well, adults <laughs> adults won't wait on you. They're going to no. do something else <laughs> so, or somebody else start yeah. teaching. So, so we have to understand that we're preparing young minds from from uh, from a certain level. Yeah. So one of the things that we wanted to do was make sure that we understand that when you come to Sunday school or you're preparing to be a teacher, it's got to be something that's God given. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something that's divine. It's, it it can't be anything that you think you can just you know, oh, well, I'll show up uh, five minutes before and just read the scripture yeah. and expound on it, and it has all out of context. Sure. I guess that serves true even if you're doing an electronic lesson or mm-hmm. a lesson by way of cyber church that you need to be equipped and prepared and know the technology in order to get that message across. Uh, you guys are a dynamic duel, and, and I know that, Sister Marlene, you got many, many years of teaching <laughs> um, children specifically. Right. Share a little bit about that passion of yours and how has this um, COVID... 19 um, shifted or changed reaching kids, reaching children? Well, um, I started teaching when I was 18. I was in Sunday school all my life. I've been in Sunday school, and my mom was a Sunday school teacher, so I'm sure, you know, I was under her tutelage. So I grew up in Sunday school, so I, I got a passion for Sunday school and teaching kids just watching. And once I started teaching, um, I loved it. I started um, implementing crafts and making it fun for kids and making them want to come back. And now, um, being on, well, we're going to go on YouTube, or no, Zoom, Mm -hmm. it's going to be harder to reach the kids. I'm going to have to make sure that the lesson is structured where I will keep their attention. Yeah, so that means we're facing some challenges of, <laughs> one, keeping them engaged on television, right. but then also as teachers. Your right. teachers have to be equipped to 
do crafts or that uh, show them how to right. the how to. Well, right. that is a big challenge. I'm sure there's other churches facing those same challenges now. And think about their churches that may or may not have the technology. Right. Um, COVID-19 has changed the world forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be innovative and creative in the way that we reach all generations. Right. And we've only got a few more minutes left in this. And, and uh, Pastor Cooper, I'd like for you to share a little bit maybe even from the word, if you could, um, about the significance of, of teaching in the body of Christ. I know that I quoted the Ephesian mm -hmm. scripture, but I'm sure that there's something burning passionately inside of you about that. And Sister Marlene, if you've got something else that you'd like to share as well, because this time flies so quickly, uh, we are going to have other guests. But tonight it's just specifically Christian education. And at Grace, Christian education includes three areas. The Kingdom University, which is spiritual enrichment, and also uh, it could be a a special needs class on a, on a Sunday morning, mm -hmm. Sunday school, and also Kingdom Leaders Institute, which we didn't really talk about. Okay. And and so the Sunday school, the spiritual, spiritual enrichment, enrichment and Kingdom University. And Kingdom University. Great. And Kingdom Leaders Institute. Kingdom Leaders Institute. All of them are important. Great. Uh, just two scriptures I'd like to uh, share. Second uh, Timothy 3, 16 and 17. All scripture is God-breathed. All scripture is God-breathed and is useless for teaching. Rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Hmm. Yeah. And then the second one, which is why do we need to keep learning? And uh, to be taken forward to maturity, and it comes from Hebrews 6 and 1. Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teaching about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. Those are the two scriptures that that I, that come to my mind, and uh, one of the things we also said on Saturday night was that we have to learn not just our lessons, but we have to learn the students. Okay. Because if you don't know what they know, it's going to be hard for you to teach them. Simply put, you can't teach a child to add and subtract if you haven't first taught him to his numbers. True. So, so we have to make sure that we know what they know so we can know how to move them forward. So that's one of the things that I... So an assessment of mm -hmm. where people are. Mm -hmm. I know we break down classes here, but Good. think about the potential of doing multiple classes on social media or even small groups. Mm -hmm. Because once we're out of quarantine, we will be able to assemble in small groups. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's the future of Christian education, mm -hmm. that there will be time spent in the Word oh, in yeah. some small groups. And we want to equip and prepare ourselves for that. We'll come back to your closing remarks. What what do you have that you'd like to share, Sister Marty? Well, Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. Meaning, we should guide our children in the right direction, which is God's way. So, um, we should focus on being an example and teaching them the right way and uh, like uh, Elder Cooper said, making sure that we're prepared and making sure that the, the class is um, structured or tailored to uh, the age group. So um, That's Proverbs. I was just looking at that. I think it's also important for us to know that the, the wisdom of the Proverbs mm -hmm. could be some self-study. People could actually mm -hmm. study those Proverbs at home before they get a call from right. the Sunday school teacher and say, tune in or get your kid online. Right. Um, Proverbs tells us that the Lord gives wisdom and out of his mouth comes understanding. Mm. And I think that studying that word is going to be essential in us making it through this tough time, but also being equipped and prepared for what's on the other side of it. Of what's on the other side. How can parents prepare their young people? 
Um, parents can prepare their kids by sitting with them um, while we're doing the class um, and talking to them about the lesson, you know, um, letting them know that uh, Sunday school is important, that, you know, don't get away from it, that just because we can't come together mm -hmm. don't mean that you can't have Sunday school. Yeah. And, you know, if, if we wasn't able to teach them online, you could teach them yourself, you know. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of resources. There's, yeah, there's a lot of resources <laughs> that they can go online to get lessons to teach their kids. So just prepare them by talking to them and um, keeping them interested. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sister Marlene, for that. I appreciate you uh, sharing that passion for the young people. What about the adults? Now, we want to do a shout-out to our Sunday School Superintendents, the Willises, <laughs> uh, Minister Quentin Willis and, and, and Sister Tierra Willis for their work with Sunday School and, and their jobs. But as the directors, um, let me hear your heart in closing um, uh, of the importance of us equipping and preparing ourselves through the Word. You know, one of the things, um, I think I think me and you talked a little bit about in, a, in another, another interview that I don't always look at it as being equipped but I look at it as God ordering our footsteps. Hmm. So we're just walking in, in the places that God had already prepared for us ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So I think when we fall, you know, if we submit our wills to what God has for us and see his heart for us, then we'll just walk in the, those areas and good works will follow that. Amen. Because a lot of times we, we, get, we get confused because we think we got to do something and all we got to do is submit hmm. and God will do the work. Wow. So, so it's scary, you know, when people try to be something that they're not because they're not gifted, because they're not submitted to what God has for them, and they're not allowing the Holy Spirit to lead them to their gifts yeah. rather than they're trying to uh, assign themselves to positions yeah. and stuff just for the, I guess, the publicity or just the, it, it looks cute yeah. on, on somebody else. So it might look cute on them, but that's not what it's all about. It's about God you know, getting the glory through what we do. Amen. Well, as you all can see, there's a passion in this house for teaching the word, but we know that this applies globally. It applies to everybody in the body, that if we submit ourselves as students in order to learn, then we're equipped and prepared to teach others. Mm -hmm. Sister Marlene said when we were off camera that she had some kids who she taught years ago. Now they're all grown up and they are now <laughs> teaching and they're right. teachers. And that's because they were submitted. So, so I want to encourage you all during this time of, quarantine or during this time that we're experiencing COVID-19 to just stay in that word, to study the word, know that Christian education ministries are important to every church. It's not just about assembling for Sunday school or the banner march and those traditional things as much as it is to get into the word and studying to show ourselves approved unto God, just workmen and women um, being equipped and prepared, rightly dividing the word of truth. We're going to close out in a word of prayer. Pastor Cooper, if you could lead us out in prayer, we will uh, close out tonight's session and we'll have further discussions as the weeks progress. Oh, gracious Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you for the, the ordaining of teachers, for the ordaining of, of, of the gifts for the church, just to uh, edify the body. We just thank you for Grace for the Nation. We thank you for the people and the teachers that are supporting Grace for the Nation. We thank you for every member who's uh, at home right now and uh, looking at this, this, this uh, setting tonight. Father, we just thank you that you blessed us with so many gifts, and we all know that they're for the glorifying of you. Yes. We know that they're for the glorifying of the body. So, Father, you you be our guide. You be the, 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 the master of whatever we do. 
Father, we just submit ourselves to you and you guide us through the Holy Spirit. Let your, let your rule and reign on this place. We just thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. I hope you were blessed by this uh, broadcast tonight. Hey, support Grace in some type of way. We thank God for tithers and supporters because it keeps ministry alive, and it's our endeavor to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles mm -hmm. and life application of Scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, mm -hmm. and our communities, we believe there's hope. Well, you've been listening to The Coopers. This is Pastor Lachey from Grace for the Nations Church, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. What's going on, everybody? This is Armani. And I'm Alexis. And we are a part of Grace for the Nations Media Team. We do want to let you know we are coming to you guys live from the church. Just because we're here at the church, we wanted to remind you guys that we are practicing social distancing. You may remember our last video, we talked about ways to stay connected with Grace. This time, we want to remind you of those ways and also show you how to interact in those different media outlets. Such as YouTube, Facebook, things like that. If you want to know more, come follow us. Hey guys, um, so as we discussed, these are a couple ways to stay connected with the church. You can go to our website, gftnc.org, and there are two uh, tabs I want to make you guys aware of. You have your stream live tab, and then you have your podcast, Touched by Grace. So underneath the stream live tab, you can go down to the bottom where it says watch on Facebook. Catch us live on Sundays at 10 a.m., Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. And for those who don't have Facebook, you can also catch us on YouTube. And don't forget to like and subscribe. If you click on the Touch by Grace tab, you'll be able to see all of our audio messages. This is great for if you're working out, just driving in your car on your way to work, or even listening with the family. You can catch up on any messages you may have missed. Okay guys, now that we went over the two ways to stay connected to Grace, we also want to let you know how to interact once you get there. Yes, you can create a watch party with your family and friends on Facebook um, just so that you can connect with others. And we want to let you know that virtual amens are welcome. So that means clapping of the hand emoji, raising your hand emojis, hitting the love button, the thumbs up. That's all great. Even for those who don't have Facebook, you can also catch us on YouTube. Don't forget to share, comment, post. Those things are all invited. We want to know who's in attendance and who's actually getting the message. Do not forget that we have weekly opportunities for prayer, Monday at 7 p.m. and Wednesday at 6.30 a.m. And if you need a personal prayer request, be sure to comment on any of our social media platforms and someone will reach out to you as soon as possible. One more thing, guys. We don't want you to forget to do your 2020 census check. Um, it's very important. We want to make sure that you and your family are counted. It's very simple. It only takes a few moments to get done. Alright guys, that about wraps it up for this video. I'm Alexis. And I'm Armani. And thank you so much for watching.